Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Through 25 seasons. Hey! 4,561 episodes. I believe The Oprah Winfrey Show was one of the greatest classrooms in the world. I really never thought of it that way. The aha moments, the breakthroughs, the LOLs, the connections, the occasional ugly cry. I miss him so terribly. I miss him every single minute. The moments that mattered. The eye-opening life lessons. Never allow them to take you somewhere else. I'm bringing them back. It's time to open the vault. I've personally chosen these classic episodes to share with you again. Every single person you ever will meet shares that common desire. They want to know, do you see me? Do you hear me? Does what I say mean anything to you? You are listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. When I first came to Chicago to host a morning talk show, I told my boss I couldn't do it without an audience. So back then, we started out with about mm, a couple dozen people on uh, metal folding chairs. I'm not kidding. Since then, over one million of you, one million people, have sat with me every single day. You all have given us some of the most memorable, most outrageous, some of the most unplanned and heartwarming moments. I do think, I say this many times, I think we have the best audiences on television. People are good. For over 4,000 shows, our viewers have gotten all dressed up in their Sunday best, hopped on planes, trains, and automobiles, waited in the Chicago cold to be a part of our Oprah show audience. They've been with me since the beginning. Bring the hands out. Always up for anything. From going without makeup on national TV to getting hypnotized and even trying dance moves we knew we'd regret later. Over the years, they've given us some of our biggest laughs. You told Hoppo to beat me. I'll wash your, I'll shine up your golf clubs. I'll spit shine your balls. Your, your, your. <laughs> and with cameras rolling, they've never held back. When I have sex, I can have multiple orgasms. Eight to 18, multiple. And your problem is? <laughs> you helped us make TV history over and over and over again. You get a car! You get a car! You get a car! We're going to Australia! I'm grateful for the thousands of hours we've spent together. 
So we were there with you from the very beginning. We're here with you till the end, and I'm so glad to be here today. Oh, thank you. But real quick, I just want to say that I've watched you 20 years. I've tried 10 years to get tickets, and you're, you're my married Tyler Moore. Oh. oh. Because of you, our audience, I've had the time of my life. To all the many thousands of people who make a huge effort to get here and to sit in these chairs, it is no small thing to me. I have deep, deep, deep heartfelt gratitude to you all. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. To you all. To you all. Thank you. Thank you. So I appreciate every single audience member that has walked through these doors and all of you who have watched me from your living rooms and your kitchens and dens many times after our show tapes. I kick off my shoes, sit back, and usually have a nice chat with the audience that's here. So I'll never forget the day Tommy Bennett stood up in our audience, one of my fun days. I'm Tommy Bennett from Danville, Virginia. I am 53 years old. And I've been gay since I've been old enough to spell it. <laughs> I had kids every day would call me. The word then was sissy. sissy. And I had a little boy named Rodney told the whole class, I'm going to beat Tommy up after school on Friday. I go to the office five minutes before the bell ring and call my dad and said, can you pick me up early? <laughs> <laughs> because Rodney is going to beat me up after school. <laughs> and I know my mother and everybody said, don't fight. Guess what? My dad said, if you don't beat him, don't come home. <laughs> and in the fourth grade, this is how gay I am, I had a pink Cinderella lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> and on my way home, I was walking up that hill and with my books, and he pushed my books. I had all the kids gather around. And then he, he was taking his T-shirt off so he could beat me up. He was going to take his shirt off. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to let him prepare to beat me up. <laughs> so I took my lunchbox and I wore him out. <laughs> I, you I wore him out with a pink Cinderella lunchbox? With a lunchbox? pink Cinderella lunchbox. From all the way to the 12th grade, everybody would say, hi, Tommy, hi, Mr. Bennett. <laughs> So, that happened after the show. We posted that clip online and it got a huge response. Tommy joins us from Newport News, Virginia. Tommy, what happened after your clip went viral? Oh, Oprah, it went buck wild. I'm going to tell you. And I helped so many folks who have been bullied after school. 
it was just wonderful. I, I just couldn't believe. I've been speaking to different groups since that time. Mm-hmm. And with the gay community, um, look, we're trying to get a hold to this bully. Let me tell you this. Uh, I understand that you ran into one of your bullies recently, right? At a class yeah, reunion? Uh, yeah, I, at the class reunion, uh, I ran into Rodney. And uh, <laughs> at that point, Rodney said, Tommy, I was so young, I would like to apologize. There were no harm, but another guy pushed me into you, and we would have been bullying you the whole time. And he was like, he apologized, and I accepted his apology. Well, let me tell you this. I, th- this is the first time we're actually telling this story on the air. But uh, I was telling this story. I've told this story to all my friends. And uh, I was telling a friend one night uh, about you standing up in the audience and telling the Pink Cinderella lunchbox story. And I said, you know, everybody needs a Pink cin- a Cinderella lunchbox in their life. So my friend, Tyler Perry, sent me this Pink Cinderella lunchbox. So I am going to send it on to you, signed and autographed to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tommy. When these two guys stood up after the show to ask me a question, they never dreamed where it would take them. As a matter of fact, neither did we. This was after the show. I love the audience. Will Mariah be on this season? Yeah, actually, Mariah will be on this season. Can I come? Biggest fan. 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 We know every song. We know every song. We sang Mariah the entire way here. I want to see them see Mariah. I want to see him see Mariah. I'm going to do that for you. You are. No, you know, I'm gonna pay for it. You'll buy it? Just a few weeks later, Will and Marcus hopped on a plane and found themselves on the same stage as their favorite singing diva. Mariah, meet Will and Marcus. You know, everybody says they're your biggest fans. I think they may be your biggest fans. I'm doing a video, shooting a video on Monday, and we want you to be in it if you... Look at them, look at them, look at them. (laughs) These two superfans are now a part of Mariah history. say that meeting their idol Mariah and appearing on the Oprah show twice already changed their lives in ways they never expected. Marcus says he realized he really let himself go since then he's lost <laughs> 65 pounds? Yes, 65 pounds. Wow. Wow. Why, you didn't realize you'd put on the weight till you saw yourself on TV, is that it? I, yeah, I mean, I guess it's really, TV's really life's mirror because when I saw myself, I was like, is that what I really look like? <laughs> so, you know, I just started eating really healthy and started wow. doing a lot of things. Uh, I've done a couple of 5Ks. I swam in the Iowa Games last summer and I'm wow. now training for a triathlon, so. Life changing. You look great. I've 
thought you looked great before, too. But when Will saw the tape of the show, it literally saved his life. Will, what happened? Stand up, tell us. I was watching the show, and because I was watching the show, I said, Will, there is something wrong with your neck, which you can see. And I went to the doctor, and because, if you look at that, it's swollen. And the doctor said, Will, you have cancer after a few tests. So I did chemo from January to July of 2010, but I am cancer-free now. Thanks for coming. Well, and Marcus, so as I was saying earlier, over one million people have sat where you are sitting today in our audience. I call our audience department the ultimate Oprah show ambassadors. They treat every guest. This team, they treat every guest like pure gold. Take a bow, team. Stand up. heads up this team with the utmost grace and style. And in the history of the Oprah show, we've only shut down Harpo, the company, uh, one day. Tell everybody what happened. That was the blizzard. It was it? the blizzard of 2011. And when you get Oprah tickets, you're, it's, you clear everything in your life. Anything to come to Oprah. They don't plan on a blizzard. Yeah. So all day on Tuesday, the blizzard happened on a Wednesday. All day on Tuesday, the blizzard's coming, the blizzard's coming. And we're preparing because we're talking to people who really can't get out of their flights and can't, can't, yeah, they have to come or their flights were canceled, whatever the case may be. We talked to about 1,800 people over a three-day period. So we were all very, very, you know, dedicated. We came back here three nights here at Harpo. I think we were the only people. Did in the you building. also? Did you all sleep in town? Is what I heard. Yes. You were sleeping. Nobody yes. went home. I think to to date, officially, all the Blizzard people of that week have officially come to the Oprah Winfrey Show. Yes. So. Now, okay. I know that one of your favorite parts of your job is the pre-show, revving people up yes, for the audience. Yes, I love yeah, it. Yeah. I love it. It's like breathing to me. It's just fun. Um, it's a party. It's a dance party. It's fun. You all become our family. And um, I mean, Will and Marcus, uh, we're on Facebook together. We, we've been invited to weddings. We've been invited to baby showers. Really, truly, you all become our family, and you become each other's family. And you're just one big, we say, one people. You, so, you are the real PR for our show. Wouldn't you not say these are the people that you speak well, to? These are the people that you are the first line for people's real um, engagement with anybody or anything to do with the Oprah Winfrey and, show. And, and every one of you represents me and the rest of us so well. I think you should stand up and take another bow. Well, we are all <laughs> indebted to it. to represent Oprah Winfrey because there's so much joy and love that we have in our hearts that you all have, that we all have here. No, but I, I pass easy. the office, whether I leave here at 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock, whether I get here at 6.30 in the morning or whatever, there's always somebody always. in your department on the phone <laughs> saying, hold on a minute, I'll get back to you. How many people are coming? <laughs> so well. thank you so much. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, 
Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Of the 90 people on just the production staff alone, there are over 400 of us, but 90 on the production staff, 13 only are men. So that's 90 and 13. So we asked the guys brave enough to work here what that feels like in this estrogen-charged environment. Being a man here, you end up learning things that you wouldn't otherwise know. It's time for a coast-to-coast bra intervention. There is a woman walking towards me whose breasts were big and out of control. My first thought, she needs her bra resize. And I'm thinking, why in the hell do I know that? (laughs) Working here as a man, you tend to do a lot of shows that have to do with fashion. And we were giving away an entire collection of of makeup. And there was one particular product, which was like a big brush to put blush on. For buffing and for- And it's soft. And for blending. Pick up the brush and there's really nobody around and I just start kind of, you know, (laughs) rubbing it on my face a little bit. And I was like, that is really nice. (laughs) Really gonna like this. And I look up and there's one of my fellow co-workers staring at me going, what the hell are you <laughs> One year we were in charge of doing all of the shows with Dr. Christian Northrup. You gotta get hormonal support if you have a lot of vaginal dryness. Which and one segment was menopause, and one segment was hot flashes, and one segment was about vaginas, and another segment was about heart disease, and so I'm like, I get heart disease. <laughs> I know my whole team has the cycle at the same time because there's a time of month where we all, including me, because I've started having a cycle, I think. <laughs> There's one time of month where, like, we cry for no reason. <laughs> well, today, we're having ourselves a pantyhose protest! We were producing this show of a pantyhose revolt, and uh, we had everyone send in their ripped and torn pantyhose. So the night before the show, Jack and I stayed up till 4.30 in the morning tying pantyhose together so Oprah could run around the building and wrap the building in pantyhose. And it was probably the low light of my whole time. (laughs) We're in a meeting and we're talking about bikini waxes. I did not know this, that you're stripped from the butt all the way to the thing. And I said, you know what? I would do that with a morphine drip. So I asked, what's the difference between a good bikini wax and a bad bikini wax? I have regretted that question ever since. (laughs) (laughs) 13 men. Jack is one of our senior producers. You met your wife, Cindy, here. Cindy, yeah. Hi, Jack. (laughs) (laughs) It's my metaphor for where the men here are particularly evolved having just absorbed the lessons of well, Don't the you show. think? I think it really helps you be a more evolved male I do. being it, here. I will say working on the show has made me a better man, a better father, and a better husband, I think. Aww. That's great. I will say. <laughs> yes, Cindy. And his wife says. I mean, it, it is fantastic to have an evolved husband, but after 15 years of him working here with experts and life coaches, you kind of want to have just the husband-wife fight sometimes, but instead it's like, let me mirror back to you what I think you're saying. What you're saying. <laughs> the Oprah way. So Alex, when you first came here, I thought you, you, you had said to someone that you thought you were going to be making history. I Why? did. I did because I walked into the building for my interview 
And everybody I saw, two security guards, the HR person, seven producers I interviewed with, their assistants, the EP, her assistant, everybody was women. And I was here for about three hours and I did not see a single man in the building. Yeah. So when I left, I thought, am I making history here if they hire me? Am I gonna be the only guy working here? Yeah, so Jason, I hear you change your vocabulary. Yeah, I, uh, before, before working here, I never said the word cute. Guys do not say the word cute. And now I come here and in the mornings, my wife will be getting around and be like, oh, that's a cute outfit. <laughs> and I, I never, never before this show. I didn't I think about that. Guys don't say guys cute. Guys do not say cute. Well, guys that don't work here don't say <laughs> cute. <laughs>
Ryan P. and Ann Lofgren are the producers who planned for Gail and I to eat all that deep fried food. And afterwards, we had to go to a trailer just to recover. Yeah, we, felt, we feel really bad. That was a <laughs> lot a of food. Much. Yeah. <laughs> and then next week, we did a show on healthy eating. Yes. <laughs> what is that? No, I tell you the worst thing about this for me. I mean, I thought the state fair and being with all the people, that's always the best part of any experience. But, uh, I went to a friend's house after all of that fried food, and when we walked in, they offered martinis and tequila shots. That is not a good mixture. <laughs> fried, fried butter and vodka, no. <laughs> Remember this? The halls of Harpo were alive with the sound of music for a once-in-a-lifetime Oprah show event and another backstage celebrity crush. Mr. Plummer, will you do the honors? Yes. <clears throat> Back in October, we reunited the entire cast of the most popular movie musical ever, The Sound of Music. It was the first time all of the actors had been together since the movie debuted 45 years ago. So, tell me this, you weren't exactly 16 going on 17 when you did that, were you? No. How old were you? I was 21. 21. But the best part is I got to stay in the hotel with Christopher Plummer. I was an adult. What, what room were you in? Cleaned <laughs> that up right away. Uh, did you learn anything from him? Yes, I learned how to drink. <laughs> Julie Simpson and Julie Rashid are. Uh, Two of the producers who reunited the cast of the most popular musical in movie-making history. And I hear you had a little crush? A big crush, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I, I fell for Christopher Plummer. I mean, he's, uh, he's all that. He's so charming and he has this commanding presence. And uh... yeah, I greeted him. And when he walked in, he had these sunglasses on, this jacket, and I was like, well, oh, hello. And at 80 years old, you're like, oh my gosh. He's, he's a bad, I mean, he's a bad yeah. boy, you yeah, know, he's yeah. got it. I would say he's very it. suave. He yes, is. charming, yeah. he flirted with us all. I mean, we were just, we were butter. Yeah, yeah. I, I was flirting back. <laughs> He's got yeah, that I mean, afterwards, thing. he was like, you know, are you gonna come to Canada to see me? And I was like, I'll, tell me the day, I'll right? be there. <laughs> uh, it was one of the most groundbreaking and proud moments for me and uh, everyone who works here. Something that had never been done on television before. We did just this year. For one of my producers, Ray Dotch, it was more than a show. It was a turning point in his life that none of us knew about until this show. When I first heard that my team was doing a show where the entire audience would be filled with men who were sexually abused, I thought, God, you gotta be kidding me. But um, almost immediately, I, I knew that it was something that I just needed to be a part of and that I needed to do Otherwise, it wouldn't have come to me. There are 200 men standing in our studio audience right now. Each one is holding a picture of themselves at the age when they say they were first sexually abused. It was just last night after working on this particular show that Ray came into my office and sat down and told me that he too is a survivor. So. 
First of all, why now? I couldn't ask them to do it, and I not do it. Mm -hmm. And I knew that as long as I wasn't speaking out about it, if I wasn't putting my face on it, then it still had control over me. Mm -hmm. The truth is, working on this show has completely changed me. This show is the best thing we've ever done. 25 years, hands down, because we gave men their lives back. Wow. So, Ray, uh, you and I talked about this. No accident that, you know, Candy Carter, you, your whole team mm -hmm. would be assigned to this show. You yes. said that to me when you, you, you came to see me in the office. Yes. Yeah. And how has uh, you being a part of that changed your life? It made it so that I don't carry the burden anymore. Really? You know, I am truly freed from it. Mm -hmm. I think that um, I was hardened and, and I carried a guard mm -hmm. and I didn't even realize I was doing it, mm -hmm. you know, but I think now I live out from behind the shame of mm -hmm. it. And um, my colleagues who were wonderful, by the way, they just sent me all kinds of love through emails and so on and so forth. The first one was from, Ju from Julie Simpson, who told me I was her hero. And the outpouring from people all across the country. I mean, I've been stopped in the grocery store and at the gym and so many different places where people walk up and tell me their story um, and also say out loud that it happened to them, which means that the show lifted the shame, which was the point. And, you know, ironically, you know, we, our team are, are being honored by the Television Academy for that episode, and the ceremony is on my birthday. Oh. And so, I mean, it's like, Full circle. this is the way this was supposed to happen. So Full circle. it feels really good. Feels thanks really to good. you and the 200 men who were brave enough to be a part of it, and Tyler Perry, thank you for that. Bye, everybody. Thanks, team. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Oprah Show, the podcast. And I thank you for listening. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find?